Welcome to another inspirational message from the chapel. We pray this message encourages and inspires you. If you would like any more information, check out our website, thechapelcollective.com.au. Thank you. Sex, for goodness sake. <laughs> That's all part of God's plan. 
Judges, we read that in those 
comes to sexuality and gender. We have turned away from a good God and said, I will rule myself. And just like we read in Romans chapter 1, verse 25, they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served created things rather than the creator God. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, that is where we are today. So what do we do? Are we just stuck here? The word of God tells us we always have a choice. What's it going to be for us when it comes to sex, gender and identity and everything else in relationship? Are we going to follow this confused world? Or are we going to follow God's way? In Romans chapter 12, we clearly read, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Turn and put off, put on, be renewed. Then you can test and approve what God's will is. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, be put on God's armor and be ready to fight the world. And to do that, we need to be very clear of God's better narrative. The world says, live by your heart. Follow your desires. God says, I have a better plan for you. My dear brothers and sisters, know it, learn it, and fearlessly speak to a confused world. God clearly tells us, the word of God tells us, and Jesus reiterates it, from creation to the new creation, we have a good story. From creation, God created mankind, humankind in his image, male and female, he created them. And then as we discussed earlier, he brings them together in that naked and no shame one flesh. That was the perfect relationship. And then we can see the whole sweep of the Bible where we see God's love for Israel expressed like a bridegroom to the bride Ezekiel Hosea. Right through to Revelation where we see the bride, the wedding between the bride, the church, the wedding of church and the lamb, Jesus. Revelation 19, the wedding of the lamb has come and the bride has made us ready. So from creation to the new creation, we have a good story of one man, one woman, sexuality in marriage. And in the wonderful book in the middle of the Bible, Song of Songs, you're all thinking, we read the one man, one woman, sexual love in marriage. And the woman says, love is as strong as death. It's jealousy unyielding as the grave. It burns like a blazing fire, like a mighty flame. Many waters cannot quench it. Rivers cannot sweep it away. Song of Songs. Thus, the Bible tells us, love. It is a strong emotion. Desire is a strong feeling. But don't live by it. In a world that says follow your heart, the 
about all the things we read and who can understand it. And even Jesus speaking to in Matthew 15 says, out of the heart come evil thoughts, adultery, sexual immorality. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, in that very book, Song of Song, three times we read, do not arouse desire till the right time. In a world that says, take what you want, what you desire, you have a right. So it's about rights and rights. Children, young people, and adults today talk about transgender rights, lesbian rights, gay rights, my body, my choice. What do you think drives the abortion debate? My body, I create it. I have a right to get rid of the baby that I create. My rights, my desires. In this culture, the word of God says, flee from sexual immorality, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 18. All other sins are outside, but sexual sins, think abortion, premarital, extramarital sex, are inside. They are a sin inside my body against my good body. Flee. Don't dabble. Don't be tempted to dabble. There is nothing called like a little pawn or good pawn. There is nothing, you know, I, I just date a non-Christian church for fun. I don't mean it wrong. I have just a little bit of sexual activity. I don't really have intercourse. Wrong sexual, in, in sexual intimacy is more than intercourse. But fleeing from sexual immorality, and I want to make this very clear, doesn't mean you have to flee from Intimacy. The Bible is very clear about that too. Intimacy is important. Sexual immorality is sexual intimacy. Intimacy is so important. And there are so many levels of intimacy. There is spiritual intimacy. What you are sharing now when you share communion as brothers and sisters of the body of Christ. And maybe you'd go out and play some game together. I don't know what it looks like you guys probably are having a wet day too. But maybe you go out for a game together. Recreational intimacy. Intellectual intimacy. Maybe you'll all have a cup of tea and discuss sex after this. Intellectually. And then there is the emotional intimacy. That knowing someone as a good friend and being known by them. Even physical. The Bible tells us, greet each other with a holy kiss. Can you send a little bit of that bonding hormone up every time you give your uh, fellow Christian a hug? And those are friendship. Now, friendship, non-sexual intimate friendships have been so undervalued by our culture. But the Bible is clear. And of course, we have Jonathan and David, the ideal friendship, two men, good friends. And then Jesus had men and women friends. Paul had men and women friends. And you know, even they look at Naomi and Ruth, mother-in-law, daughter-in-law, and the wonderful friendship they had. So, remember that intimacy is good and important. 
especially to those of you who may be listening, who are singers. May I speak to you for a moment? Singers in a world that says, follow your heart, date a non-Christian, have sex as you want it. The word of God says, and read Chai, 1 Corinthians 7, singleness is even better than being married because you have something unique to contribute to the church, but also to contribute to the world. Because you know what? As singles who are willing to say to the world that I believe God has a better plan for me, you are showing the world that Jesus is sufficient for you. That you do not have to have sex to be complete. You do not have to feel fulfilled every desire to be complete. That Jesus is sufficient for you. And for those of you who are married, intimacy moves then into sexual intimacy. To that one man, one woman. And if you want to know more about that, those who are married, come back in the evening for the marriage seminar. And there, we will look at how important that is. However, no husband, no wife, no spouse can satisfy you. Surprise, surprise, nobody can complete you. Only one person can, Jesus. And in that, in that recognition of that vertical love, whether you're single or you're married, if you're married, by showing that God's love is more important to you, that Jesus has all he has, he has given to you. In marriage, you will show the world by your love for your spouse and your sacrifice for your spouse. We'll discuss that more in the evening. That love and sacrifice forming the shape of the cross, you show the world the shape of the gospel. Wow. So whether you're married or single, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, the most important thing to remember that nothing in the world can bring you true happiness. No human being can bring you that true joy. The only true joy is found at the feet of Jesus. Whether it be no sexual act, not even the best orgasm you will ever have. And trust me, orgasms last only a few seconds, not even a minute, cannot bring you true joy. In Psalm 116.11 we read, You made known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. Mm. That's the joy we have been yeah. offered.
Thank you. Thank you for just speaking it straight out, Patricia. We love that. We're so grateful for that. Um, I just want to point people to this afternoon because one of the things that as a pastor I constantly get asked is um, that, you know, as someone growing up in the church or gotten saved as a teenager or whatever, we're supposed to avoid sex above all else. Um, But then when we get married, we're supposed to flick some switch and then be excellent in the bedroom. Um, Will this afternoon help with that? Oh, brilliant. Okay. Um, Well, feel free to ask any question. Honestly, I asked Patricia any question in the studio this week and she's absolutely brilliant and okay with it. So um, I'll just start with a few questions. Patricia, you referred to do not awaken, awaken desire before it's time or arouse love before it's time. Can you just speak to that? How do our, how are teenagers or single people meant to do that in this over-sexualized world? Brilliant. Um, Here's a question. Is sex within marriage always a spiritual act or is there something we should be aware of or do to ensure it's not just physical, emotional? How do we bring God even into sex? I so want to say pray before you jump into 
Hey again, thanks so much for joining us on this podcast. Whether you are new and exploring your faith or a follower of Jesus, there's a next step for you. There is always room to grow, more to be done, destiny to be pursued and people to be reached. So what's your next step? To find out, head over to thechapelcollective.com.au And thanks again for listening.